Today's show is brought to you by the letter E and the number 47. This is the More Than a Drunk Podcast. I am Joseph. Welcome. Tis the season to be grateful. Time for everyone to look around and say thanks for what they have and thanks for who's in their life. Thanks for what's going on, for the, the bounty of food on the table, if you're so blessed with that. And that's, I think for, for someone in recovery, a lot of times it's hard to be grateful. For many of us, so many things have gone wrong in life to lead up to, to the point to where you say you need a drastic change in your life. Uh, for some people, it's hitting rock bottom. It's getting thrown in jail, losing jobs, spouses, children. Uh, body parts. Um, you may even be looking at uh, the end of your life, thanks to your addiction. I ran across a quote from Mr. Rogers that I tweet to just because I, I wanted to, more or less. And it goes, the hardest struggle in life is not how many blessings we have, but in how well we receive the ones we get. If you're coming off of you know, a low point, maybe you're fresh into recovery, so the cravings are just super intense. Uh, maybe you're facing your first holiday season or significant milestone dates in the year without other people in your life, you know, because they've either left you or uh, they've passed away. It can be hard. I mean, it, it can be really hard to see the blessings that we get. In, I think in, in those darkest times is when it is the most important to find anything to be grateful for. No matter how small, no matter how trivial it may seem. Heck, even if it's just a matter of that, hey, you know what? I woke up this morning. I am happy for that. There's a, there's a saying I've seen often that says no one's ever woken up regretting not drinking. And sometimes it's just a matter of being grateful for that, that, you know what, hey, uh, I made it last night without drinking. Or, hell, it could be 1030 in the morning and you could be grateful that you made it that far without drinking or without using a drug or any number of things. But it finding that Anything in your day to be grateful for really can, can improve your mood. If you can find that one thing to, to latch on to, to, um, to identify, to focus on, because uh, as we all know, evil brain is going to come in there and, and evil brain is going to try and focus on all the bad stuff that happens throughout the course of the day or week or month or whatever. And that's all evil brain wants to talk about. That moves. It, evil brain is not a pleasant person to be around. And so being able to, I mean, it, evil brain, I mean, if you think of evil brain as this, like, dark blob, uh, you know, you, you, see, you see in the cartoons to where, like, the evil character maybe has dark smoke around them, or maybe it just is a dark cloud of whatever. Finding gratitude can be like shining a flashlight, 
you know, like like those million candle power flashlights that you see, you know, as seen on TV, those those kind of things, blasting them into there, where it can it can help us maybe not forget the bad things. Because sometimes, sometimes I think being grateful of the bad things that happen to us is also important. Because you you have to, and, and I tell my kids this all the time, that you, you have to have unpleasant things. You have to have unhappy things. You have to have trials and tribulations and, and all those kind of things to be able to better appreciate the good things in life. You know, in, 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 it may be hard to imagine, but you know, imagine if every single day you got exactly everything you wanted or everything worked out or anything like that. Evil Brain's still going to step in and find something negative to focus on. Uh, whether it's you thought you wanted something and you didn't get it, or you, you thought you wanted something and you got it, and turns out that you don't want it, or it turns out that it was a bad thing, or, or any number of things. Evil Brain's still going to sit there and chime in saying, well, well you, didn't, you, didn't get, you didn't get what you wanted exactly perfectly, or it didn't turn out right, so that means you're dumb or stupid or whatever. Um, probably should have listened to a previous recording to figure out what voice I had for Evil Brain. I don't know if I like that one. A little Marvin the Martian. Anyway, focus. So being able to find something to be grateful for when Evil Brain wants to chime in, no matter what, no matter what Evil Brain's chiming in about, no matter, you know, how good something is and Evil Brain's chiming in about that, turning it around and saying, you know what, you know, take take my first marriage for example. I, I could I could be sitting here all full of piss and vinegar about the fact that you know it didn't work out and I had to get a divorce and and this thing happened and that and all sorts of bad stuff. Or I can say, you know what? I learned a lot about myself through that marriage, and I got to live in Miami for a while. I got my my amazing son out of it, and now I got my current wife and her wonderful daughters. Had the first marriage not happened. I wouldn't have what I have now, and I don't know what would have been on the flip side of that. Hell, I could have I could have ended up dead somewhere for all I know. So I can just look at what I have now and be like and be grateful that everything has turned out the way it has. Um, could things be better? Sure, things I I think things could always be better. Uh, you look at the richest person in the world. You can look at the most popular person in the world the most powerful person, doesn't matter what. But I'm sure every one of those people has something in their life that they could look to and say, you know what, things would be better if that didn't turn out that way. So, as I said before, I mean, e even in the darkest of times, you have to be able to find something, anything, that you can be grateful for. In those times, I th it's, it's critical. Because you have to be able to have some sort of light at the end of the tunnel that's not an oncoming train doing the research on this and, and you can you can google it it's 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 everywhere but studies consistently show that people who practice gratitude find anything and everything to be grateful for no matter what it is they're consistently happier they have better health uh, they may not be wealthier but they're not as poor as people in their same situation if that makes sense um, being grateful for things isn't going to suddenly turn you into a millionaire but it can take, if you're grateful for what you have, 
then you stop chasing more things. Because then it's because it, then you realize you're not happy with where you're at right now, and you think, oh well, if I just get this one thing, I'm going to be happy, and that's going to solve everything, and it never works. I mean, you you can talk to a lot of people that they keep thinking that next raise is going to solve everything, or that next raise, or so forth and so on. Their next bonus is going to solve everything, and it doesn't. It just expands the scope of what you're going to buy. It it takes you from you know a a five dollar hamburger to a ten dollar hamburger at the store and so you're just constantly chasing happiness when you should focus on the happiness that you can already find in your life and that's and to me that's what gratitude can do you know right now the, the pen i'm writing with I, I could sit there and say well you know if if i went out and i bought a 30 dollar pen it would write so much better and and the ink would be better and and all of these kind of things and so i would be happier with that and no, not really, because once I had that and I started writing with it, there would be, you know, little things that, oh, well, this isn't perfect, that isn't perfect, and so forth. And it's like, well, okay, well, now I need to spend, now I need to buy a $60 pen and a $120 pen and so forth and so on until eventually you've stuck $1,000 in pens. And if you're someone who loves fountain pens or just nice pens in general, more power to you. Just be grateful, be thankful for the pens you already have. Uh, the same is true with cars and clothes and food and um, your house, all those kind of things. Uh, take houses, for example. I'm, I'm convinced that there is no perfect house out there. Right? No matter what house you find in what location, there's going to be drawbacks. Whether it's you're living out in the country, in the rural areas or if you're living in the suburbs or you're living in a downtown if you're living in new york city or out in the middle of montana there's things that if you want to you could focus in on and say you know i don't like this about it and you could sit there and you could just drill down until you absolutely hate where you're living at and then you move and you change and and all those kind of things which moving and changing isn't a bad thing it's just if you're doing it because you're unhappy with your current situation is your new situation going to make it better if you're not grateful, probably not. So if you can, if you can refocus. So, so so let's say, well, let's let's take addiction, right? That's that's the reason why we're here. You could sit there and you could say that, you know, your your recovery is either it's either too hard or it's too easy, or you didn't hit rock bottom enough, or you could focus on all sorts of negatives or all sorts of what ifs or things could be different with your recovery if you slip let's say you're you're 10 days into it and you slip you can say god I'm, I'm just the worst person ever for for relapsing and and having another drink or shooting up another heroin you could focus on that stuff or you could be grateful that you know what i lasted 10 days that's pretty awesome i lasted one day four hours two hours five minutes be grateful for whatever block of time that you get when you come back around and you reset that car counter, you start at day one again, at minute one, at second one. Then you can be, you can say, you know what? Last time I got 10 minutes. I am immensely grateful for that. This time I'm going to get 15 minutes. And you hit your 15 minutes and you're thankful for that. And then you can shoot again and, and grow and grow and grow from there. And just be, just be grateful with what you get. 
especially when you're fighting something like addiction. It's uh, it's a never-ending battle, that's for sure. I'm I'm grateful that that my road hasn't been that that bumpy. You know, I I, I somehow managed to get the softer seat on the on the wagon. And I could sit here and, and, and I could dwell on, on that. Or I could sit here and say, you know what? I'm grateful that it hasn't been that difficult. I'm, I'm, I'm able to share my experiences. I'm able to, to move on with my life. I'm able to uh, hopefully help other people with all of this. And, and I'm thankful for that, that I don't have to go through this incredibly painful struggle to break free from, from alcohol. Um, I watched... Uh, last night, my, my wife is, she's amazing at, at picking movies on Netflix. Uh, and, and 105 times out of 100, they'll make you cry. Uh, Hillbilly Elegy. I think that's the name of it. I have it written down here somewhere. Yeah, Hillbilly Elegy, there it is. So it's, it's about a young man who survives abuse and maltreatment and uh, just a mother who's addicted. Well, she's, she starts off addicted to painkillers. And then with so many people that are addicted to opiates, it moves into heroin. The movie is, is a whole bunch of flashbacks juxtaposed against uh, the guy's current situation, which he's an adult and trying to get some internship or whatever. And so as he's dealing with his mom relapsing, and it's completely upending his life, it looks back at, at his life growing up, and, and basically, I mean, she, she was addicted, and... and I think even if she wasn't addicted to opiates, she probably still would have been uh, on the extreme end of strict. It would be easy, I mean, with that level of addiction to, you know, to not have anything to be grateful for. But there's parts of the movie, like there's there's one point in it where, you know, as a young man, as, I don't know, he's probably 12 or 13 or whatever, maybe a little bit older than that, because he was doing Algebra 2, so some sort of teenager at one point kind of he was going down the pity party path uh and you know not having anything to be grateful for but then he saw how much like his grandma was sacrificing to give him the best home she could and that kind of flipped it around he found something to be grateful for and it was I'm, i'm sure at the time he didn't realize oh i'm grateful for this but it spurred him and said you know what I'm grateful that someone's making that level of sacrifice. So see, being grateful doesn't even have to be about yourself. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be about something you receive. You can be grateful that you can be grateful that fighting between two other countries has stopped. You can say, you know what? I am grateful. That's 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 a good moment for those people. Just finding something to be positive and happy and thankful for. And sometimes it's it's gonna be a matter of, of just flipping the negative around. Right, because evil brain's going to be in there chiming away about how awful things are. Take take the pandemic for example. Evil brain could sit here and say, "Oh God, you know, I can't, you know, I can't get a moment's peace around my house because the kids are always around because they're never in school, and I can't get as much work done because they're always around, and I have to help them with school and all these kind of things." If you just flip that around and say, "You know what? Yep, they're always around, and this sucks now," but I will be very thankful someday that this is that this is happening that i get to spend this extra time with them that i get to help them with their school and studies how many people before all of this happened sat there and said i wish i wish i could be more involved and then it's thrust upon you 
and then you realize how much it sucks. But then you can be thankful that you know what? Yeah, and like I was saying before, you have to have the bad parts to enjoy the good parts. I get frustrated all the time because the, when the kids are around, it's just take yesterday for example. They went through the cereal and raided it and emptied it out, and it was some of my favorite cereal. But you know what? They're around. I get to be with them, and and see them see them grow up more or less, or even. You can sit here and say that, that, you know, it sucks to be addicted to alcohol or drugs or whatever it is. You can flip it around and be like, I'm grateful that now I can now understand addiction. I understand what, what someone else is going through. Uh, why having mental health programs are important. I, I can appreciate why we need to have these recovery programs. Why, you know, maybe a portion of my taxes need to go for it. You know, all these kind of things. You can, you can be grateful for the understanding because I know being addicted to something, there is no benefit to that. So you have to find the benefit, the understanding of, of what other people are going through. And some days it's going to be just finding anything, no matter how small, to be grateful for. It's really frustrating, you know, with the kids around all of the time. Yesterday they, they raided the cereal cabinet and ate up all of the cereal I like. Uh, we get the multi meal brand or off brand so marshmallow babies uh, which is lucky charms and they took all of that put it into bowls and then ate the marshmallows out of it leaving the other bits behind that is really frustrating because i mean i don't care if, if you're going to eat two three bowls of cereal that's fine just eat it all not just the sugary parts so, I can dwell on the frustration, or I can say, you know what? Uh, I'm grateful that I'll be able to look back and chuckle on this. I'm grateful that I'm able to, to step in and, and, and teach them, like, hey, you know, that's fine that you want to eat this. Just let's make sure it's, it's balanced and all that kind of nutrition education stuff. So, what are... What are some benefits of gratitude? Sitting here saying how important it is and and all of that. What what are the benefits? I mean, one, if you think about it, if you're focusing on the positives of life, and, and I don't know how many times I've said this, you have to focus on positives. You have to and it's not something that it's not a switch in your brain. Evil evil brain and angel brain, they're constantly fighting, right? And it takes a while takes a lot of practice for angel brain to beat out evil brain and become dominant. So it's not going to be easy in the beginning. Okay, so, so we've talked about why you should be grateful and, and a little bit of how to be grateful. Now, why? Why should we be grateful? What are the benefits? What's, you know, what's, what's in it for me here, you know? Uh, that was my best New York Italian accent that I could come up with. I'm sorry. Um, benefits. There's, there's a lot, and you can, you can Google it all day long. There's study after study after study comparing people who, who are already grateful and are already not grateful to kind of look at their lives, and then they take people in the not already grateful part, um population 
and they have them practice being grateful and then they follow the people and all that kind of stuff and they find that pretty much all parts of your life are positively impacted when you practice gratitude uh, so like emotional you're less likely to feel overwhelmed you will have less stress that I mean that part just it seems common sense if you're not always focusing on the negatives and you find the positives and you're grateful for them your your brain is already in in a better starting point when you begin to experience stress and no matter what everyone's going to experience stress but if you're already at an eight and that stress notches you up two notches you're at you're maxed out whereas if you're starting at a four you know a six is is bearable And of course, part of all of that, and, and like I was saying before about being happy with what you have and not chasing more, you also spend less time thinking about what others have and being jealous of them and, and trying to tear other people down, which um, if you pay attention when you do that, it, it, it's not a good feeling. It really isn't. And then of course, when you're, when you're less of a negative person and you're focusing more on, on happiness and positivity you're going to have an easier time making friends. You're going to be a kinder person. You know, when, when somebody cuts you off in the shopping line, you're, you're not, again, it goes back to the stress thing. You're not going from an 8 to a 10, you're going from a 4 to a 6. You can better handle that situation. And then that all ties back into your cravings, because if you're less stressed out, if you're less angry, if you're less anxious, you're going to have the capacity to manage your cravings better. Uh, in your career, I, I, and the, the career kind of ties in like with making friends and, and social aspects and all that, where if you're a more pleasant person to be around, people want to be around you more, which means your boss is going to be happier with you, and you're going to be able to handle situations at work more effectively. And, I mean, you see where I'm going here. It just It kind of snowballs on itself which with all of this good stuff happening I mean your mental health is going to improve because again you're not starting at that 8 ratcheting up to a 10 you're starting at a 4 and so in, in stress and anxiety and all these kind of things your body produces hormones and all that kind of stuff and um, and, and those things are, are harmful for you they're important when it's an important situation but it, they shouldn't be made all of the time because they're not really good for your body. They're good to get out of that situation, but then they should go away and you should return back to normal. Anyway, you get more sleep. That's what that's what they find in the studies. Like people get, like what is it, a, a half hour to an hour more of sleep every night, and then it's better quality sleep. So now you're waking up more rest. Again, snowballing on itself. And it's and and practicing gratitude is. I mean, it's it's it's. It's one chunk of, of all these different things that you can do to just improve your life in so many ways. And if you're in a better mental state, we all have those people in our lives that it seems like they just have, they have all of the luck. Everything always works out for them, all that kind of stuff. And you'll be able to put yourself in a position to be like them because you're in a better position to start with mentally 
So then when opportunities come around, you can see them more easily. Or at least then you're not dwelling so much on the negatives of something happening and you can see the positives and you'd be like, oh, wait, because this is happening, I can chase after my dream of X, Y, and Z. And all of this is, is very easy to say. And, and God, that's true with a lot of stuff I talk about. I, I wish it was easy. Or at least I wish something was easy. Maybe not all of it, but at least one thing. No, no, none of it is. Especially if, if, you're not, if you're not already there or you're not predisposed to it and you really have to practice. Um, and so, so practicing, it can be as simple as, as just increasing the amount of times you say thank you. Right, so, so like when you're checking out at the grocery store, at the end, the, the cashier hands you the receipt and you say, oh, thank you. When, you know, when, when an employee shows you where something is in one of the aisles, you say thank you. And when somebody lets you in, you say thankful. You, thank you. Even, even if they may not hear you, because, you know, you're in your car and they're in their car and they let you in when you're on the road and, and you just say, oh, thank you. It's... It's building all of that. It's building, it's walling off evil brain is what it's doing. Slowly but surely, each one of those is a brick in there. And there's some things that we do that are small bricks, or maybe the mortar in between the bricks. And then we have some that are, you know, the great big bricks, you know, maybe it's 10 of them all together and we plop it in. One of the things, and I'm going to try it. I, I So, in the last, oh, the last six months or so, uh, I've been journaling more, and a lot of it is to get thoughts out of my brain. You know, just to, sometimes it's negative thoughts, sometimes it's just thinking about, you know, the price of rice in China. And being able to get them out of my brain helps, because then I can go to sleep, I can think about other things, whatever it is. But invariably, you know, glancing back through my journal, a lot of it is negative stuff. It's, you know, this frustrated me today, or I was upset about that, or, you know, this big scary world event's going on and it scares me, all that kind of stuff. Maybe instead of that, maybe I can, I can just, you know, two sentences instead of three pages of what I'm thankful for for that day or that week or however often I journal, which uh, anymore is probably three or four times a month. But just, just writing those down and keeping them. I, I, one thing I, I also saw was a writing a gratitude letter to yourself. So you'd write the letter like you would to you know somebody else. Like let's say you're writing a letter to your grandparent. And so you write it, you know, dear, in my case it would be dear Joseph. For today I'm grateful for whatever. Um, tomorrow I hope to be grateful for something else. And I'm grateful that you'll be able to read this sometime in the future. Sincerely, Joseph. So you write it out like you're addressing it to someone else. And heck, you can fold it up, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on the envelope, and mail it to yourself if you really want to. I know my, I always love receiving letters with my name on them that aren't bills or junk mail. Getting that out there and then coming back to it at some point in the future to revisit it. And then you can write a response to that letter saying, oh, Joseph, I'm so grateful that, that you were grateful for this other thing and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And then, oh, and you know, and this is what I've been thankful for recently. Here's the good things that are happening. Um, I actually, I had, I had an idea and, and I've, I've poked around a little bit. 
basically like like a pen pal service where you know you, you pay like five bucks a month and you can write a letter and it goes off to someone else and they get it and they can read it and it's you know a complete stranger and then and then they can you know respond to it or maybe their letter goes to someone else and it just and then you get a letter from some random person and all those kind of things it it seems like it'd be a good idea i would love to write more letters and this is i guess I, this is a, good, a way to do it uh if nothing else writing it to myself so i'll have to i'll have to keep that that pen pal which which makes in, in invariably makes me think of uh south park where butters runs the kissing service and he basically turns into a pimp um but he doesn't think he's a pimp anyway topic on hand now of course throughout your day you can't sit there and stop yourself and say okay i need to write down what i'm grateful for right now but what you can do is uh you know when something happens if you find yourself dwelling on the negative parts of it or saying you hate that something happened interrupt evil brain say no evil brain sit down and shut up and then just find anything in there to be grateful for um loved one passes away you can be grateful for the time you did get with them it's not going to make the grieving process any easier but at least at least then you're again you're, you're getting your mind out of out of the destructive path that's going to lead you down into a dark deep place and probably back into a relapse and all those kind of things so you can kind of start interrupting that and and keep the dip as, as shallow as as feasible. Um, lose your job, you know. You know, I'm grateful. I I can find something new. Um, this is a new adventure. You know, lots of people have have lost their jobs and survived, and and I will do that, and we move on. And you're grateful because you know maybe, maybe you've always wanted to start a business, or maybe you hated your job anyway. Uh, so this is a good chance to move on and. And, you know, big events like that have a way of kind of crystallizing the brain and the, and, and the path that you should take. It's just finding the, the, the tiniest thing to be grateful for uh, and, then, and then repeating that. No matter what it is, like I said, if it's, even if it's just a matter of uh, you woke up and, and, and your back didn't hurt or maybe you woke up and you didn't have to urgently pee or whatever it is just finding that tiny thing to be grateful for and then repeating that over and over i'm grateful for i'm grateful for getting a few extra french fries in the bottom of the bag or maybe an onion ring in with the french fries or uh gosh you know i i'm grateful i found five cents on the on the ground today anything like that just finding it and just just repeating it to yourself that you're thankful for that it, uh, I know for me, I, as I've been practicing positive thinking and all those kind of things, just, just doing that, you know, over time, it really does reshape the way you think. And it's so much easier to stay out of negative spirals and find yourself in, in better mental positions. So then that way, you know, you interact with your kids better. You interact with your spouse better. Your neighbors, your dog. No matter what, it it builds positively from there. You know, we we all know how you can spiral. And once something bad happens, and then you just fall off a cliff. The same works in the other direction as well. You just you have to do put in the work to get it moving in that direction. 
in with with all of this, and I, I think I said it before that it doesn't hurt to remember how awful something was, or uh, or how much something sucked, or or that bad things happened. You know, you don't want to completely avoid that because then you can take a look at that. And you can say, you know what, six months ago, or a year ago, whatever it was, two days ago, five minutes ago, I was drinking, I was using drugs, I was gambling away my life savings that was awful i was in this position and this bad stuff was happening every day i was waking up with a hangover and i was constantly obsessed about alcohol i was constantly obsessed about this and now i'm not so much you know look at how much better my life is and that and that's part of the recovery is is at least for myself constantly reminding myself how much alcohol doesn't help and how awful I felt when I was drinking. And how drinking didn't solve my cravings of drinking. And so forth and so on. Remembering all of that helps when I have cravings now. So that way I can remind myself that, hey, the bad times existed. They were there. We don't want to repeat that. And I'm thankful that they happened. So that way they're not happening anymore. So that's, I mean, ultimately that's, that's how I practice it. It's not easy, but it does get easier. Maybe, maybe I should rename this podcast to that. It's not easy, but it gets easier. Because with, with so many of these things, and, and you just kind of constantly have to work at it. And it gets easier and easier, and then it becomes who you are. You know, like like the first time you were shown how to tie your shoes, they might as well have been showing you four-dimensional space and Klein bottles wrapping in on themselves and all this kind of stuff. But then after some period of time, it gets easier and easier and easier, and then you can tie your shoes. You can ride your bike. You can uh, do math, multiplication. You can drive a car. You know, there's so many things in life that aren't easy but get easier through practice. And all of this stuff really is is the same. So, I mean, go out there. Uh, find one thing to be grateful for. Right now, for me, it's I'm grateful that I have the ability to record this. And I'm, right now, I'm testing out uh, a new location in the house, new technology, uh, new methods, all that kind of stuff, and I'm, I'm grateful that I can try that, that I that that this is how I'm exercising the creative part of my brain. Because it's it's it, it's a challenge to kind of figure out all this stuff, and I don't know what I'm doing, and and figuring it out is is nice. It it occupies the brain in a in a very positive way. So, go out there and practice being grateful. Uh, find something. That you, can, that, that you can say thanks for. Um, even if it's, even if, even if on major holidays, even if on Thanksgiving Day, you don't have anyone around you, you don't have any family to share the day with, you don't have friends to share the day with, any of those kind of things, you could be grateful for the peace and quiet. You can be grateful for uh, being alive to experience the day. You can be thankful for having a roof over your head. Um, that you live 
in a time where the voice of someone sitting in the middle of nowhere, uh, Iowa, can reach you, encouraging you to be thankful. Or, I mean, you could choose not to do all of that. And you can be a grumpy, miserable person who thinks their life absolutely sucks. And that there's nothing to feel positive about. That choice is yours. So, with that, uh, best of luck to you today. And especially during the holiday season. Um, I'm thankful that you're listening and that you're giving it a shot. And just know that uh, for today, I will not drink with you. And I'm pulling for you. Have a good one. today uh it's been a while since i've been been doing this uh i had some crazy times over the last few months with school and work and and kids and just just everything going on and and i'm hoping now it's starting to settle down and i can find a new routine with all of this um i've def- desperately missed my uh my recording and and getting these out to you guys um i'm gonna try to get back on to every week I don't know how well that works because I'm also trying to get to bed at bed at a at a better time, and I'm remodeling the kitchen still and and all that kind of stuff. So, um, hopefully a little more frequent. I'm hoping at least I can get the Monday motivational ones out there every Monday because those those take me 20 minutes, maybe a half hour to, to record and edit and upload and all that kind of stuff. So, hopefully that works. Uh, in the meantime, if you have any comments, questions, concerns. If you just need someone to vent to, uh, more than a drunk at gmail.com. Again, more than a drunk at gmail.com is the email. And uh, yeah, reach out. And I certainly won't spill your beans on air. I may reference them, but names are never uh, names are never brought into it. And hearing from you guys really it really does perk up my day i get i get an email here and there and every time i get it it's 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 always nice to know that uh i really am making a positive influence in somebody's life and so so thanks for listening um have a great rest of the day